Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, church? We are so excited that you decided to dive into these daily devotions with us as we continue to go into the families of the Bible. If you have your Bibles with me today, open up with me to Genesis chapter 37. And today we're going to talk about a young man by the name of Joseph. And listen, I love Joseph's story because it is one that exemplifies God's faithfulness. But I also love it because it teaches us that his faithfulness may, may look different and may take longer than we expect. Now, before we dive into the scriptures today and learn more about Joseph, let me tell you who Joseph is and what's going on in his life. If you don't know who Joseph is, Joseph is the son of Jacob. Now, this is the same Jacob that Allison talked about yesterday when she talked about Jacob and Esau. Not only is he the son of Jacob, but he is one of 12 kids. He has 10 brothers and one sister. How many of you feel bad for that sister? Come on. But when we pick up this story, he is 17 years old. So, he, so we're dealing with a teenager here. Now, when you open up to chapter 37, we learn a couple more things about Joseph. The first thing that we learn is that he's a tattletale. Because verse 2 tells us that he goes to his father and he tells his father all his brothers are doing. So we know he's a tattletale. The second thing we learn about Joseph is he's a daddy's boy. Because verse 3 tells us in chapter 37 that Jacob loved him more than the others. The third and last thing we learn about Joseph is he has a bad sense of fashion. And I'll tell you why. Jacob gave jo Joseph, the Bible says, a jacket of multicolors. Come on. And the Bible said he liked it. Now, I don't know about you. That ain't no Gucci jacket. Come on, somebody. But he, he liked it. And I was like, oh, man, that's got to be ugly. But anyway, all of these things, they say that his brothers hated him for it. And so the Bible goes on. And I want to tell you a little bit more about this coat. Now, this coat, they said, was something that all his brothers wanted. Because this coat, it was really created for the oldest son. And this coat, it carried a significant status, which meant that the person who wore this coat didn't have to perform any manual labor. And the only thing they had to look forward to was a life of pampering. Some may say the one that wore this coat would have extra favor on their life. And church, his brother hated him for that favor. Now, to make matters worse for Joseph, God decides to give Joseph some dreams. The first dream he has is there's this dream, and just to kind of wrap it up really quickly, it's, it's a bundle, bunch of bundles of grain. And there are a bunch of bundles of grain, and there is Joseph's bundle of grain. And the dream went that all the bundles bowed before Joseph's bundle. And so Joseph, being excited, ran to his brothers and his sister, and he told them. And, and the Bible says they were so angry at him. Joseph, there is no way I'm bowing to you, bro. Well, then God gave Joseph a second dream. And the second dream involved the sun, the moon, and some stars, 11 stars to be exact, to represent each person in Joseph's family. And the dream went that all of these things bowed before Joseph. So Joseph, being excited again, ran and told his parents, and the parents were like, Joseph, what are you doing out in those fields that you're having these crazy dreams? Like, come on, man, we're not going to bow to you. 
And all of this anger and this just confusion came from these crazy dreams that God gave Joseph. Church, I wonder, has God ever given you a dream? You know, dreamed is defined as a wild fancy or hope. I wonder, have you ever hoped for something? I mean, maybe there was a time in your life that you hoped to become something. Maybe you had a dream to be a, a doctor or a teacher, or maybe being in ministry in some type of way. I wonder if you've ever maybe dreamed or hoped that you would be debt-free one day. Maybe your dream or your hope was to see your kids graduate college, maybe even see yourself graduate college. For some of you, your dream was maybe to own your first home or Maybe it was to see your kids have a relationship with God. And listen, like Joseph, sometimes, man, we get excited, don't we? When God puts these dreams on our heart, like so many of us, like Joseph, we run and tell anyone that will listen, man. We get on Twitter, we get on Facebook, and we get on different things, and we let everybody know what we're striving towards, where we're going, right? And for the most part, our, our friends, our family, our followers, man, they're excited with us, cheering us on, don't they? And it feels great and it's awesome, but sometimes, like Joseph, so many of us, we make the mistake of telling the wrong people. Instead of receiving the support or encouragement, what do we get in response? We get discouragement, don't we? And sometimes it comes out of a good place and there's wisdom involved, but sometimes, just sometimes, it comes out of a place of jealousy and envy. Like Joseph, man, we share our dreams with the wrong people at the wrong time. I know I've been guilty of it. And because Joseph got impatient sometimes like we do, he gets impatient and he gets unwise. And for that, the Bible says his brothers hated him even more. Well, we fast forward in his story a little bit. And the Bible says that one day... Joseph's brothers are working down in Dothan, and, and Jacob sends Joseph to see what they're up to, because remember, he's the tattletale. And it says this in Genesis 37, 18 through 20, when Joseph's brothers saw him coming, they recognized him in the distance. As he approached, they made plans to kill him. Here comes the dreamer, they said. Come on, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns. We can tell our father a wild animal has eaten him. Then we'll see what becomes of his dreams. Church, I don't know about you, man. I, I have a sister, and we are a couple years apart, and it didn't matter how much we went at each other, right? I never, ever, ever plotted my sister's death. Come on. This is some Jerry Springer type stuff. This is some Maury Povich type dysfunction. Come on, so you, whatever you add with your family can't be as bad as this. But seriously, there must have been, this must have been a traumatic experience for Joseph. Let's take a moment and just put ourselves in his shoes. You walk up and you see your family, your brothers, those closest to you, hanging out, just shooting the breeze. And you walk up, and all of a sudden, they begin to whisper. And you're like, what's going on, guys? What you, what you not telling me? And all of a sudden, they begin to circle him. And the Bible says they ripped off his tunic. That coat, that, that coat of favor that, that his father had placed on him, the Bible says they tore it off of him. They stripped him down, and they threw him. The Bible doesn't say that they let him climb slowly into the pit or they, they walked him down. No, 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 no. They threw him in the pit. And it goes on to say in this story, it wasn't long after that that they sold, they trafficked 
Joseph to some Midianite traders passing by. All of this, church, all of these things that happened to, to Joseph, they were done by those closest to him, those he trusted. Those things were done by those that he loved. Now, you read this, and it's easy to imagine that this is probably one of the lowest points in Joseph's life, to be rejected and betrayed by your own family, and now you find yourself traveling alone with nothing but the dreams in your heart that God gave you. Imagine with me that long trip with his captors, the discouragement, the heartbrokenness he was feeling. Joseph probably thought in his mind his dreams were over. He probably thought that his life was now going in an opposite direction than when God told him it was going to go. I'm sure Joseph, on that route, felt like you and I feel when we experience things like this. God, why would you allow this to happen to me? God, how could you give me these dreams and then take it all away? God, it feels like I'm moving backwards, not forwards. God, did I do something to deserve this? I wonder if you're watching today if some of you feel that right now. Listen, if that's you, it's okay. I've felt that well there's many of us that have felt that at one time in our lives but I don't want to leave you where you are I want to encourage you today you see we can't stop Joseph's story right there you know if you were to dive back into Joseph's story and you would continue to read the rest of it there is one phrase that you see over and over and over again and it's this one right here the Lord was with Joseph as tough as his life was, God was with Joseph every step of the way, from the pit to the prison, on to the palace. And God used all those tough circumstances that surrounded him to progress him towards his destiny and his calling that he had for him. Listen to me. I don't know what you're walking through or what you're facing today, but I'm here to tell you that you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to fight that battle alone. The Bible says that the moment that I receive God in my heart as my personal Savior, that I no longer have to fight these things by myself. Well, Pastor, if you mean if I, if I got God, then I won't fight any more battles and life will be perfect? No. Joseph's life taught us that. But like Joseph, when we walk through struggle, when we face adversity, God will be with us every step of the way. And listen to me, our God that we serve is never surprised by the circumstances that surround us or the adversity that we face. He isn't, because at the end of the day, just like with Joseph, he knows that his plan will prevail. Look, if you believe that, I need you to believe that today. And look, if you're fighting alone, don't fight no more. God will be there to fight your battle. No season is an accident, and every season has a purpose. And if you believe that, if you stay close to him, his plan will be revealed again. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, that you're doing great things in our lives, Lord. Even when we don't see it, you are still moving. Let us never forget that. And Lord, be with us every step of the way, just like you were with Joseph. God, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.